All right. Well, hello to everybody out there. This is Amateur Radio Roundtable. I'm Tom, W5KUB, and this show is all about ham radio. If you're out there listening on uh, International Shortwave on WBCQ on 7490, boy, I'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. I kind of feel a sneeze coming on. What do you think? Okay. I think I got it under control. Uh, hey, happy, Merry Christmas. What is that? Happy Christmas, Merry New Year, Happy Hanukkah, all those kind of things going on. Uh, wow, it's been some week here. Uh, we didn't have Christmas here until yesterday, Glenn. Um, uh, yeah, Kathy was feeling kind of bad, and we didn't know if she had COVID, and you know, all the family was coming in, and we didn't want to expose anybody, so we put it off one day and didn't get any better. We put it off another day, and... We finally uh, found a place we could get a test yesterday, and it came back negative. So uh, within one hour, uh, Christmas came back on yesterday <laughs> afternoon. So we, I wasn't sure we were going to get Christmas in this year. You know, we're running out of days. And, uh, you know, I, I, I really wanted to have Christmas this year. I, I've only missed Christmas away from family one year in all my life, and that's when I was overseas. So... Uh, I, I, I was making an effort to try to have it this time, but we wanted to be safe, you know. Uh, yeah, but you know, as warm as it's been this year, it just doesn't feel like. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's seventy degrees here, you know. Oh man. Yeah. Hey, listen out there, if you're uh, if you're new to the show, we'd love to hear from you in the chat room. Uh, let us know in the chat room uh, if you are uh, new and uh, you're a new person with us. Uh, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, say something in the chat room, and uh, uh, everybody say hi back to them. Uh, be sure and do this for us. Uh, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. If you'll notice on the YouTube picture, uh, down in the bottom right-hand corner, I think I have a little symbol down there now for subscribe. I never had a subscribe button in there for the last seven, eight, seven years, so uh, we probably missed a lot of subscriptions. But please subscribe. It helps advertise our show within youtube so please hit subscribe hit the like button uh hit the uh the notify button and that way it'll let you know when we uh when we come on uh, hey we got a great facebook group we've got over twelve thousand hams in our facebook group just search for w5kub and we'll uh we'll sign you right up on facebook it's all about ham radio uh, you know i get a lot of people on my my personal page wanting me to be friends well I have very few friends on my personal page. It's mostly family. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got on my other page, i got 12,000 12, friends on the other page. So I really didn't want to put 12,000 friends on my personal page. So anyway, that's where I hang out all the time on my, my ham radio page. So you can always uh, message me there or uh, get in touch with me there. So uh it's not anything about uh, holding anything against anybody. I just don't approve uh, uh, thousands of personal uh, friend requests. All right, let's see. What else is going on here? Um, let's see. Uh, so uh, Facebook, join us. Uh, click on the uh, subscribe button there. We'd like to, you to do that. Some of you may be watching on the website tonight if you went to W5KUB. Uh, dot com. You'll notice the uh, the website has a completely different look tonight. Uh, we're changing it. it the uh, site was starting to get a little old looking, so uh, 
uh, I decided to make some changes, and uh, the site is built using WordPress. And WordPress, I you know, I just found out when I started trying to update it that WordPress has completely changed the way that they build pages now. And there's 5,000 little links and menus that you pull down to, to make stuff happen. And um, it's kind of all hidden. So you got to remember, if you want to insert something, you got to click here and go down, you know, five levels and click here and then go over there and then put a secret password in. And then you can get to it. And, and hey, it's great. It works great. But then you go back and try to do it again, you forget where you went. So it has been a, a tough learning curve. But uh, we, we've got, uh, I think we're starting to learn it, and it's looking good. W4HBO, hey, man, there we go. That's our, that's our prize buddy down in, down in uh, Huntsville. That's the man that gives the prizes away, so be nice to HBO there. And uh, let's see who else we got in here. I see Brent in there, and, of course, uh, our friends from uh, uh, Australia in there, Bill's in there. Boy, the gang's all here tonight. Hey, just one thing before we go around the room here. Well, a couple announcements. Uh, you guys, many of you probably still know or know James Lee, uh, WX4TV uh, down in Florida. You know, he has the girls and they have the, the uh, shack in a box. Well, he's not doing very good. He went in for surgery about two weeks ago uh, for a heart issue. And uh, things did not go well. And... Uh, He's basically has been in a coma for two weeks. Um, they just, he's just kind of hanging on hour to hour, guys. It's, uh, it's pretty severe down here. So um, uh, just keep him in your prayers, the family in their prayers down here. Uh, I think there's a GoFundMe link set up for him. I'll have to find out where that is, but uh, I'm sure uh, they need some help there. But that's uh, James Lee, WX4 uh, TV. One last thing here. Look, I got a letter. I got a letter from Russia. Look at that. Look at here. I got a letter from Russia, man. You know? Oh, it's already been opened in red, though. Yeah, look at there. I got a letter from Russia. And hey, look at look at this, man. It's a great, uh, great uh, Christmas card right there from Russia. Open it up and look at there. Look, uh, got a nice, uh, I don't know if you can see it or not. Nice, nice note there. And uh, you got uh, uh, Raisa sent me her. Uh, or QSL card. How you like that, man? So thank you, uh, Raisa, for sending me that. You know, last time I messed with Russia, I got in trouble. I was in the military. I was in the military. And um, I had a top secret security clearance, uh, crypto and, you know, all that stuff. And they found out that I was a ham radio operator. And they found out I was a shortwave listener somehow. I mean, I was, I was already inside the vault for weeks, you know. And... Uh, they took me out one day, locked me outside for about two weeks. And they said, uh, have you been getting any letters from Russia or Cuba or, you know, yeah, tell us about that. So they had to go back and they checked with all the neighbors and the neighbors told them I was probably okay. So they gave my security, security clearance back and I got back in. So be careful on your letters from Russia and Cuba. All right. Hey, Glenn, how you doing tonight, man? Oh, hanging in you there, have a man. good you have a good Christmas let me get uh, let me get this up here yeah there we go you, you have a good Christmas there did you get all the radios and stuff you wanted no no I oh man cats got more than I did this year yeah <laughs> but um, well I did my Christmasing a little bit earlier I picked up a whole bunch of stuff at that local auction here yeah 
new laser printers, new monitors, and stuff like that. So had to get them all hooked up, wired in, and set up. Uh, that's usually the prelude to me starting to do wild and crazy things in the lab. So I can, you know, because next step is writing about it and documenting it and all that fun stuff. So we're we're about a half a step away from it. Problem is, in my old job, I'd get the two weeks off around Christmas, you know, you know yeah. Christmas break like the kids get. And now I only got two days this year for Christmas, and I'm like, this isn't enough. <laughs> I well, need more. You know... Next year, you'll have more days off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll, I have, mean, you'll have more off. Yeah. Right now, like we were talking about in the pre-show, it's my January, February, April, and May are just going to be slammed full of ham fests and things of that nature. Because one of the things I neglected to mention is also in March is the uh, USO Today online uh, expo that they do. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's going to be Amfest City for the first part of the year for me. Well, all right. Hey, a little later in the show, I've got some Arduino. I've got an Arduino project or two that uh, might need your help. I want to see see if we can kind of modify some code or something, make it do something a little different, you know. We'll talk about it. it. You can tell me if it's possible or not possible. I think it's pretty straightforward, and I think it could be done, you know. But I know nothing. I'm like yeah. Schultz. I know nothing. It's a lot easier. You you overthink it. I that's what I caught myself doing is you overthink the problem. If you break it down to simplicity, it'll do it. Yeah, well simplicity I think it will work, but in reality I don't know how to do it. So I only know how to do the difficult things. Well, okay. that's why you need hey. a mad scientist. Well, great. Hey, man, you're here. Let's see. I got my checkoff list here. Let's see. I did that. And let's see. Okay, I did that. We talked about that. Okay. All right. Hey, let's go over and talk with uh, uh, Rich W2VU. Uh, yeah, I got that right. Uh, editor of CQ Magazine. How you doing, Rich? I'm doing great, thank you. And... Oh. Uh, Enjoying the unseasonably warm weather we've got here in New Jersey right now. Well, what's the temperature up there? Right now, it's 45. Oh, and it's been, was up in the 50s. It's going to be in the 50s, close to 60 later in the week. Yeah. It's uh, really uh, quite I'm, I'm seeing about 64. I'm seeing about 64 now. I think it was 70s day. You know, when I was a kid growing up, th- this is the kind of Christmas you like, you know. When you get that new football and stuff, you can go outside. There, there were some Christmases where it was too cold to go out and play with your stuff, you know. We've taken advantage of it with some uh, yeah. nice birding hikes and things like that. So we're making the most of it, but it's still kind of weird to have it so warm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're supposed to get some severe weather in here, I think, the next day or two. Maybe today at night, even. Uh, it, you know, I hope it's not another one of those severe weathers that came through here a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, it's so so warm that, you know, man. Yeah, hopefully, oh, well. it's just going to be rain. It's supposed to rain like four out of the next five days. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, yeah, let's we're supposed uh, to have a fair amount of rain here, too. Yeah. Well, hey, I know, uh, uh, Rich, uh, several people commented in the chat room about the ship back here. You want to tell them a little about the ship before we get into CQ? Sure, that is. 
Yep. That is a model of the San Mateo. Ah. Uh, my late father-in-law built that. He loved building ship models. And uh, he built uh, either five or seven of them. He's uh, definitely one for each of his five grandchildren, and I think one for each of his two children as well. Um, so uh, they're really beautifully done. And uh, he's uh, also into uh, clock making and uh, turn this around he's built this beautiful grandfather clock Man. that we have there and it works beautifully and uh, another if you can see it a regulator clock on the yeah. wall over yeah. there so uh, yeah, we've got quite a bit of his stuff here he also so uh, nice work now did any building. Did any of that rub off on you where you you learned how to do it? Can you do those things? No, that's not not in my uh, skill set. Oh, boy. Intricate stuff like that. Yeah. I can build electronic kits, but I don't know about yeah. ship kits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk a little about CQ Magazine while we got you in here, man. Yep. And uh, what's coming up here? Give us some uh, insight to what's, what to look forward to. Okay, let me just get this set up properly again here so well we've got our january issue coming out very soon and uh as i wrote in my editorial is one of my favorite issues of the year because it's one of our few issues that is not on a special topic or a lot of contest results and make no mistake i love our specials i love our contest issues but every once in a while couple of issues a year we don't have a special focus and that really lets us explore the the breadth of the ham radio hobby and uh, we do that in this issue and uh, we also kind of go exploring all over the world too we start out in Chile with a article on the first activation of summits on the air in Chile and uh, as you'll see on the cover which I, I don't have a copy of it in front of me right now, but uh, summiting in Chile is a little different than doing summits on the air here um, because they've got the Andes Mountains, and uh, that's basically it on your summits. And we're talking 12,000 feet, and basically you, if you want to do a summits on the air activation down in CE land, you need to have mountaineering skills as well as radio skills it's mm. uh, pretty heavy duty stuff there i'll tell you then uh, from chile we go all the way north to market reef um adrian uh ko 8 sca has a piece in our dx column on uh, six meter de expedition to market reef oj0c expedition that was held earlier this year um in the summertime and uh, that's a, another very cool story. We've got, uh, speaking of six meters, the results of the 2021 CQ Worldwide VHF contest. And then uh, something that is uh, frequency independent, the first of a two-part series on uh, EMP, electromagnetic pulse and lightning surge protection for HF radios. Um, it's written by Steve Carty, uh, N5SK, and he'll have the second half of that uh, most likely in the February issue. 
Uh, Sam Green, W0PCE, has the latest incarnation of his fully automated sweep generator measurement system. He first wrote about this back in 2008 in QEX magazine, and he has been steadily updating it and improving it over the years. This is uh, take four, as he puts it, and he's replaced the uh, serial cable connection that was in the first three editions with uh, an Arduino controller. And uh, that's uh, to bring that up to date, since it's kind of difficult right now to find a computer that has a uh, serial port on it. So got an interesting story about uh, from K3SKS on his journey in portable operations, setting up his vehicle to provide emergency communications from just about anywhere and have fun at the same time. Um, his wife, who's also a ham, is very much into parks on the air. So they uh, drive around to various parks with their setup and uh, keep prepared for emergencies that way. Um, some of you may remember a couple of years ago, we had a story by Neil Foster, N4FN, about uh, the key from the Spitfire fighter from World War II and that he had uh, gotten a hold of one of those keys. They were designed for use during radio silence. They were attached to the inside of the fuselage of the plane, and the pilot would use it to flash signals with light in Morse code to other pilots uh, nearby. And uh, he and a friend who also has one of these uh, Spitfire keys managed to wire them up to get on the radio with them, and they had, as far as they know, the first ever spit-key-to-spit-key radio contact. So that's the topic of of this article. Uh, We have a review of a book by uh, Nick Tusa, A5EF, on Wes Shum, who is uh, listed as Amateur Radio's Unsung Hero. Good chance you've never heard of Wes. I hadn't before I got the book, but you probably have heard, if you're especially if you've been around for a while, of his uh, equipment, Central Electronics, mm-hmm. Central Electronics 100V in particular. Uh, Wes helped popularize single sideband back in the 50s and 60s. Um, Collins, of course, was the pioneer in single sideband, but their equipment was out of the price range of many, many hams. And uh, Wes, through Central Electronics, was able to design circuits that made it much more affordable and help popularize single sideband in those early days. Um, He also did a tremendous amount of other things not related to ham radio, which uh, makes his story and the book about him really fascinating. we have begin another two-parter. Uh, W5GW and K5PA have a beginning of a two-part series on microphones and audio speech processing for single sideband. Uh, something that often is not given enough attention in our communications is the uh, quality of our audio. We focus on our, our transmitters, our antennas, and we don't really pay enough attention sometimes 
to the microphones and the speech processing to, to make our, our signals be as crisp and clear as possible. So they have a, a great start to an article there on uh, to a two-part series there. Among our columns for January, Erwin Math, WA2NDM, has a low-cost replacement HT antenna and dummy load that you can build yourself. For our shortwave listeners out there, listening post editor Jerry Dexter writes about propagation favoring Asian broadcasters and uh, all the recent logging reports that we have. Our emergency communications editor, N8BHL, uh, discusses uh, training opportunities, which is a, a handy thing for winter times if you're not out there doing events, which most of us aren't in the middle of winter. Uh, this is a good opportunity for doing some training. A lot of it is available online. A lot of it is free. Uh, so it's worth checking out and uh, really interesting stuff there. Joe Eisenberg, K0NEB, his kit building column this month is writing about kits from Pacificon, from India, and from Orlando. So he's got kits flying back and forth all over the place uh, as, as he... Uh, Put in his title one flew west one one flew east one flew west and i guess another one flew south to orlando um learning curve editor ron oshu ko0z has a good basic piece on adapters uh, mostly coax adapters and uh, how to make the best use of those also for our listening audience um magic in the sky editor jeff reinhardt a6jr is uh, writing about the future of AM radio, which is how many, many of us got our starts in this hobby by DXing on the AM broadcast band. And uh, Don Rotolo, N2IRZ, has uh, some thoughts on promoting your ideas. It's an interesting piece on trying to build up interest in something that you want to get started um, he's, his particular thing is, is a digital network and uh, trying to line up people to build nodes, but it applies more generally as well. VHF plus editor N4DTF writes about diversity receive on VHF. It's something that is, is not uncommon on HF, but not very common on VHF. And he's uh, writing about the usefulness of that as well as an update on experimental permits for 40 megahertz, the 8-meter band uh, here in the U.S. There are uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 stations around the country that are licensed to uh, do experimental work on 8 meters on 40 megahertz. So that's an up-and-coming possibility for us. Our awards editor, uh, KI4KWR, Talks about Wireless Institute of Australia awards, many of which are similar to uh, the awards you can earn here. Um, but this gives you the opportunity to uh, get additional pieces of paper for uh, getting them through the Wireless Institute of Australia. Our contesting editor, Tim Shoppa, N3QE, writes about continued high participation in contests, though we're getting back out and 
seeing more of each other in person. And he's got some great tips on making the most of your logging software and uh, how to use it to its best advantage and to your best advantage uh, during the contest. Finally, our propagation editor, Thomas Hood, NW7US, takes a look at expected propagation conditions for the HF bands in 2022. And that's a, a brief look at some of the highlights of our January issue. There's more that uh, we didn't include. And uh, the issue will be, the digital edition will be live on the 1st. And uh, we encourage you to subscribe. Go to our webpage at www.cq-amateur-radio.com. And you can sign up for the digital edition, the print edition, or a combination of both. And uh, with that, I right. wish well, everyone hey. a very happy and healthy new year. Great, great stuff there. Uh, you mentioned short, your shortwave listening uh, uh, part there. You know, I, I've noticed we're getting more and more shortwave listeners, uh, even in the chat room here. I notice uh, a lot of people are coming in here that uh, are actually shortwave listeners. You know, like we used to be years ago. So uh, that's uh, that's exciting. You know. Well, we you know every month Jerry has his listening post column. Yeah. And. Uh, Keeps us up to date on the latest developments in shortwave. And it's, it's interesting. We're seeing, you know, past few years, his headlines have been, this station goes off the air, this station goes off the air, this station goes off the air. In the last six months or so, we've been seeing more and more stations coming back on the air or getting on the air for the first time. So there may be a rebirth of activity in shortwave broadcasting world, yeah. which certainly would be welcome. Yeah, and uh, hey, the eight meter experimental band, uh, eight meters. I, I'm yeah. check into that. I'm gonna see if I can't get into that. I'm I'm uh, I'm interested in that, and uh, yeah. that, that could be something fun. we could we could talk about here on the show. And uh, I've got some uh, things that uh, uh, that I want to do here uh, with some Arduino projects in a whisper transmitter, and that would be uh, perfect for putting it, you know, on that eight meter band and doing some propagation testing. So. Uh, that's cool. And, you know, hey, uh, you mentioned central electronics here. I think you said 100V yeah. or something like that. Now, I'm, I wasn't familiar yeah. with the 100V, but back in my day, there was the 10. I think it was a 10B Bravo. Uh, do you recall that, uh, Rich? 10A or um, 10B? I, I don't. Yeah, that was uh, the predecessor of the 100V. Okay. Uh, that was uh, basically, a, if I remember correctly from the book, because I don't remember the unit itself, I do remember the 100V uh, transmitter. Yeah. This was, of course, before the days of transceivers. Um, I believe the 10B was an outboard add-on to uh, an AM transmitter to let you operate uh, single sideband. It was sideband, and the VFO was actually a one of these uh, military uh, little transmitters, one of those little BC dash or whatever, and they came out with a front plate that you could put on that BC whatever, and it would match the, uh, the the 10B or the 10A uh, for the VFO. So it was right in the early days of getting on sideband. So I played around with one. I never, I don't think I ever made any contacts with it. And uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, sideband for me came about, I don't know, maybe six years later. So that 10B was uh, right there in the early days for sure, man. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for uh, sharing that with us tonight. Looking forward to the uh, magazine. 
Well, my pleasure, as always. And uh, it's always great to be here and to uh, talk with your audience. And yeah. uh, once again, I want to wish everybody a very happy and healthy new year for 2022. All right. Well, great. Okay. Well, hey, you're welcome to stick around with us. Uh, coming up, we're going to have Raisha with us uh, coming up. Uh, there she is. She's going to tell us, I think she's going to tell us, how to make ham radio contacts in eight languages. Now, I can that, barely do it in one language. I know it, man. Well, you could do it in Mississippi talk and, and, and broken English, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so, hey, we'll be back just a minute, everybody. Just stand by. Uh, Race is coming up here in just a minute. Uh, we'll be right back with you. Hang on. Happy holidays from ICOM. This season, spice up your ham shack with the ICOM IC705 Portable or the new ID52A handheld, now shipping. These radios are perfect for staying in or venturing out and working your favorite bands this winter season. The IC705 is a perfect sidekick and QRP companion. Base station features and functionality are at the tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF, 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at just over 2 pounds with an RF direct sampling for most of the HF bands and an IF sampling frequencies above 25 megahertz. It's got the 4.3 inch touchscreen. You can get 5 watts with the BP272 battery pack. It runs single sideband, CW, AM, FM, as well as full D-Star functionality. It has an integrated GPS with antenna and GPS logger. Speaker microphone, HM243, comes standard. The perfect accessory for the IC705 is the LC192 optional backpack. It has a special compartment for your IC705 and room for accessories. The ID52 is now shipping. ICOM's newest handheld amateur radio is a VHF-UHF dual bander with D-Star and FM dual mode functions. This radio supports conventional FM communications and D-Star simplex, repeater, regional and worldwide calls over D-Star internet gateway. The ID52A is the first handheld amateur radio with a full color 2.3 inch waterfall display and the ability to send photos with a connected Android device. Other features include a wideband receiver with guaranteed range of 144 to 148 and 440 through 450, integrated GPS, including grid square location, and it's IPX7 waterproof. The ID52A is a perfect companion to the IC705. Both use compatible batteries and headsets. You can also use the same Android app for D-Star operation. Our family of favorite ICOM amateur radios are also available this holiday season. The, the IC7300 and the IC7610 base stations and the ID5100A mobile are the perfect gift, and it's the most wonderful time of the year to give the gift of ICOM. For more information, visit www.icomamerica.com amateur. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast, proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. 
All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. All right, and we are back. All right, guys, here comes the fun part of the show right here, man. <laughs> Here's a fun part here. All right, hello, everybody. Hey, it's time now to go to St. Petersburg, Russia. And we're going to talk to YL uh, Raisa. And we're going to, that's our R1BIG is the call. What a nice call. We're going to talk to her tonight, see how things are over on the other side of the world there, and uh, uh, get some international uh, uh, things going here. We're so glad to have her. Hey, um, Risa, how are you doing tonight? And uh, tell us tell us how things are going over there. Hello, Tom. Hello, everybody. I'm very glad to, to see you. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, some days for the new year, and um, uh, it is so uh, active days here, but uh, I like it. Uh, I um, both the both the uh, presents uh, to my friends, to my family. I like this uh, period of time. Well, great. Uh, it's uh, it's a, a, a nice time of the year uh, we all enjoy it uh, it's a special time in the year and uh we hope that uh, uh you guys uh, are, are having the same fun and enjoyment over there that we have here in the united states i know there's some differences you know uh between you know the europeans russians the united states i mean we, we're so far apart and we have different customs and uh different different things are, are you know in our lives but uh in general, we all are the same kind of people, and we all enjoy, I think, the same kind of things, and we enjoy the holidays uh, here. Um, yeah. So you're, um, you know, let me let me ask you a question about, you know, you like to work DX. Uh, the European countries are very close to Russia, so I'm sure any day you hear um, all the other countries almost daily. Is that right? Do you, so I don't know what is. No, uh, I, I, yeah. I, my my question is: the European countries are so close to you. You probably turn the radio on and you hear them every day. In the United yes. States, in the United States, we don't hear them every day. They're you know maybe we might not hear them for two days, three days. Uh, you know the DX. So for you, uh, do you consider that DX? Do you consider DX the European countries? They're, they're DX for us. Yes, yes, uh, you're absolutely right, uh, Tom. Uh, the European countries, it is not, uh, they are not DX uh, uh, for me uh, because uh, uh, almost uh, every day I can hear uh, European station uh, and uh, it is not a problem. And uh, I enjoy to uh, speak uh, to uh, all European countries. Uh, it's very nice. But really, DX for me, it is uh, Canada, the USA, um, Africa, South America, Australia, and New Zealand. Of course, uh, there, there are a, a very big DX for me. 
<laughs> but the propagation sometimes is so uh, interesting and so different uh, uh, when uh, it is not the close propagation uh, it uh, can be that i um, could not hear any stations uh, from europe uh, but for example to have a, um, to have the qso with uh, india uh, and uh, sometimes uh, it uh, uh, happens, uh, I don't hear European station and uh, uh, the, um, um, the signal uh, go um, long distance uh, and uh, I can hear, for example, India or something like this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, you, you have access to most all these countries pretty regular. You're talking to them pretty regular there. Uh, Man, sometimes we don't hear any Europe or anything. Uh, we hear local. You know, the United States is so big uh, to us. Mm -hmm. uh, DX might be, I mean, you know, working Washington State or California is a long ways away from us, uh, 2,000 miles. So I'm, I'm sure for you, 2,000 miles puts you into many different countries uh, in, in, in Europe. Hey, the question about language. Uh, when you work these stations, well, well, first of all, I guess my question is, you, I, I, I assume you speak more than one language. Do you speak other languages? Uh, I speak uh, a little bit German, uh, but uh, I can understand uh, much more than uh, to say myself. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, German and English, it is uh, two my languages. Yeah, okay. <laughs> of course, Russian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you find that uh, English is kind of the universal language in some of these countries? Uh, I imagine there are many, many uh, languages spoken, but uh, for ham radio operators, uh, I guess the, the common language, maybe the universal language might be English? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, the international language for <laughs> not only for uh, ham radio community, but for everybody, I think it is English. Uh, and uh, in Europe, uh, you're absolutely right. There are so many different countries, different con cultures, and uh, of course, different languages. But uh, uh, everyone, um, not everyone, but uh, in our hobby, many people knows, uh, know uh, English, uh, and uh, it is uh, like international language for communication. Well, and it, that's good. And, you know, I, even even uh, if you don't know a lot of English or a lot of other languages, I guess if you know simple phrases, if you know phrases like my QTH is or your signal report is, then that makes it more simple to uh, make a conversation. Even if you don't know the language, if you know just some simple uh, things. So, I know on your. Uh, I know you've been spending a lot of time making new videos, and uh, uh, I think you're working on one here about languages and to help hams uh, make contacts with more languages. You want to tell us uh, a little bit about about that? Yes. Uh, and uh, uh, one day uh, I um, heard how uh, my friend Yuka which to be are, was uh, working on the air and uh, it was so uh, nice uh, that he um, spoke different languages 
And uh, this especially was very nice. Uh, it is a reaction uh, from the people from the other countries uh, when uh, they uh, spoke their languages with the foreign uh, men. Uh, and uh, I would, I wa was so amazed, and uh, uh, that is that is exactly what I want to do myself. Uh, then uh, I uh, found out that uh, Yuka. Uh, with uh, his brother Mika uh, made the conversation, conversation guide for ham radio operators. And there are different languages, uh, very simple phrases like you uh, just told that we don't need uh, many phrases for the cure, so uh, it is not a problem to uh, learn it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I still have no time to do it, but uh, it is uh, one of my uh, goals on the future to, um, to learn uh, simple phrases to the different languages uh, for the QSO. Uh, and this video will be uh, um, about this conversation guide. Uh, about uh, these uh, two very nice persons who uh, made it uh, and uh, I know that some people uh, also helped uh, him. And now on my um, website or on my blog, uh, raisa.blog, you can find very useful um, learning tool uh, to learn um, some phrases, uh, for example, on Japan, uh, on the Danish um, language, Finnish language, uh, Deutsch, um, German language, and so on. Uh, and uh, if you really would like uh, to know um, different languages for the QSO, you can find the nice information there. You will see how to do it in our in my video. Let's watch the video. All right, great. Well, let's uh, let's look at that video and see what we can learn. Hello, my friends. Do you know how to start speaking in eight languages during the QSO? I have an answer for this question. If you are interested, give me your likes and let's go with me. I have two friends from Finland. They are brothers Heiken Heima, Jukka OH2BR and Mika OH2BAD. I learned about their joint product, the Amateur Radio Conversation Guide. They are author of this unique and very useful manual for radio amateurs. They compiled it with help of DXR friends 40 years ago. This guide is still relevant today and I learned a lot of from it and I'm actively using it during my working on the air. They also recorded audio files of these texts on C cassettes and CD-ROMs. Young people seldom read paper books and listen to CD-ROM discs. That's why our team had the idea to remake the great work of Brothers Hank and Hamer. 
And now I would like to demonstrate you what we did. For the first time, all the texts and all the voices are online together. You can click on every phrase and hear how it sounds. CQ 20 meters. Allgemeiner Anruf auf dem 20. Appel General 20 meters. CQ 20 meters. CQ 20 meters. CQ 20 meters. CQ 20 meters. Всем на 20 метрах. Здесь Роман 1, Борис Иван Галина. Прием. So now, with one mouse click, you can listen to any of 200 QSO phrases. Amazing! Hundreds of phrases belonging to ham radio slang in eight languages. Together with my friend and IT specialist Yuri Zagraničnyi, we spent several weeks doing this work. At the same time, I reread Russian language version, so now my voices is also there in the audio files. My name Raisa. My name is Jorge. It is on my website in the section how to, where I post different tutorials. You can easily get to the right page, just follow the link in the description. We will continue to improve this online tool step by step for all languages. On behalf of all who already use these wonderful materials and who will use it in the future, I would like to say thank you very much to Yuka and Mika, you made a great job for us. I hope this information will be helpful for Hems uh, to understand other languages and uh, in the end to understand each other. This is so much needed in the modern world. I invited everybody to study with me. Thank you very much for your watching. Put your comments. Don't forget about the likes and see you later. 73 and 88. Bye bye. What a great video. Eight languages. If you want to talk uh, to ham radio operators in eight languages, uh, this is the video you need. Practice. Uh, she's got all the phrases out there and uh, tells you what to say. Uh, uh, Raisa, uh, tell us, uh, well, what's the response? Have you heard from anyone? Uh, are they using this? Uh, yes, uh, I received uh, a lot of uh, messages uh, about the people who used this uh, tools uh, uh, who want to know uh, how to spell uh, how, how to tell how to speak <laughs> for example in Spanish language or in Italian language and is uh, really helpful uh, this um, tool uh, helpful them uh, to learn uh, the languages for the QSO and uh, it is really 
uh, nice to have uh, such a nice reviews from my subscribers. Uh, and uh, I uh, think that it is important to do something what can help uh, our community to grow up, <laughs> to learn something new. Uh, and uh, this one uh, will be helpful so for many people who want to learn something new. I think so. Uh, and uh, right now, uh, some of my friends, uh, they are working about their languages. Uh, it is uh, Polish language and uh, Turkish language will be also uh, very soon uh, uploaded to my uh, blog. Uh, and uh, it is uh, really very important that the conversation guide is uh, grow up uh, and uh, in, in the future we will see more languages there and more opportunities for the people who want to know <laughs> these languages. All right. Well, hey, it's, uh, it's great uh, what you're doing there for Ham Radio. You're making it fun, and you're putting tools out there <clears throat> to be very helpful uh, for people. Uh, thank you so much for that video, and uh, keep them coming. We enjoy what you're doing there. Hey, let me just mention a couple of things. Uh, we're just a few days away from New Year's. New Year's is coming up here in a couple of days. Uh, what are your special plans? Any anything special going on there in New Year's for you? Yes, <laughs> it is a very nice uh, opportunity to uh, congratulate uh, everybody. Happy New Year! Uh, and uh, I have uh, some uh, nice uh, plans uh, to. Uh, be with uh, my family uh, and uh, as uh, I told you uh, in our last video uh, that it is a very um, important um, event for Russians uh, and uh, we uh, celebrate it um, very very actively and uh, everybody <laughs> I don't know uh, I don't know uh, anybody who don't celebrate a new year in Russia <laughs> Now, in addition to New Year, don't you celebrate Christmas uh, around this time in, in January? In January, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, we will uh, celebrate the Christmas uh, on the 7th of uh, January. Uh, it is uh, Russian Orthodox uh, Christmas. Uh, and um, uh, in Christmas time, uh, it is more uh, like... Um, a quiet family uh, event uh, with uh, your family. No, no, so many guests uh, come uh, to you. Uh, for example, for the New Year, we have uh, many guests, uh, and uh, it is uh, like a very big holiday. But the Christmas time, it is a family holiday. That is the difference between uh, two of these. Uh, um events <laughs> well uh are you going to get any special ham radio present uh gift uh, you got anything you're wishing for hoping for maybe maybe a new radio <laughs> uh, i would like uh, to have uh, one uh, radio 
yeah. uh, I don't know if uh, the Santa will give me, <laughs> will present me this radio, but um, I think the most important thing, uh, and uh, it is uh, everybody to be healthy and to be happy and to be in our hobby. I think that uh, uh, to be in our hobby, it is like to be happy uh, <laughs> for me. Uh, radio makes me happy and uh, I'm sure that uh, a lot of uh, people from our hobby can also uh, say uh, the same <laughs> about themselves. Well, you uh, you seem very happy all the time and I and, and that rubs off on ham radio. You make ham radio look like a lot of fun and happy and uh, great. Hey, let's make it to your websites and your YouTube channels so people can go out there uh hey uh everybody uh uh let's see this is this is uh race's uh uh youtube channel just go to uh youtube.com and and uh put in a search y-l-r-i-a uh, y-l-r-a-i-s-a and that'll take you to uh, her uh, youtube channel and let's see uh what else we got we got facebook right we've got facebook here uh, again, that is, uh, if you just do Y-L-R-A-I-S-A, it'll take you to her Facebook group. She's got a blog out there, and she's got all kinds of stuff out there. Uh, did I miss anything? Did I? Right. <laughs> do you have some other uh, uh, websites or anything? I have also Instagram, but uh, today is uh, much important uh, to uh, say about uh, Raisa.blog because there are uh, this uh, conversation guide uh, and uh, uh, I hope that uh, many people will find it uh, helpful for them. Well, okay. Well, look, uh, thank you so much for uh, being with us tonight. I know it's a lot of trouble, difficulty, and but we're making it work between Russia and here, the major time difference, but we're, we're making it work and we thank you so much and we'll see you again in a couple weeks. So uh, goodbye. Thank you very much, Tom. Uh, it's always a great pleasure to me to meet you and to speak with you uh, and uh, to a uh, nice opportunity to say hello to your subscribers. Uh, once more, thank you very much for your invitation uh, and Happy New Year. All right. Well, thank you. And hey, there your subscribers too. Believe me, people tune into our channel to see you. So thanks uh, very much. Uh, happy holidays to you and uh, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that's how you can do it in not eight languages. Uh, I'm not very good on other languages myself, but uh, they got them all mapped out for you. You can listen to it and practice them, and uh, it might work out for you. Hey, if you haven't uh, joined uh, Raisa's uh, Facebook group, just go ahead and join. It's just YL. R-A-I-S-A, Raisa, Y-L, Raisa. And just, uh, hey, give her a nice little note there and tell her you saw her on the show. And uh, uh, it'd, be, it'd be cool for her to know that uh, uh, people are actually following her on the U.S. side uh, through our show. So uh, uh, do that if you can. Again, reminder, everybody, please hit the subscribe button on the YouTube down at the very bottom right corner uh, hit that subscribe button. That'll really help us out a lot as far as uh, uh, YouTube advertising uh, our channel uh, during our show. Uh, that that brings about 40% of our viewers come in 
just by accident, they're out searching for ham radio, and uh, we pop up there, and they click on us, and they come over, and that's how they find us. Just wonder if we got anybody new in the chat room tonight. Love to hear from you. If you're new, uh, just say hello in there. I'd like to see uh, if, uh, if we have any new people in here tonight. All right. So, uh, hey, you know, in a few minutes, we'll uh, open up the the Zoom uh, lines for our uh, viewers to join us there. I can even open the phone line. Uh, Glenn, uh, I want to talk to you about some Arduino stuff, man. I, I, I've, I've got some things going here uh, that I want to, want to get your thoughts about. Let me see if I can bring this up here. All right, so here's what I want to do. I'll bring it up uh, right here. So I'm thinking about, you know, my, the little tracker that I build for the um, for the uh, balloons are whisper transmitters, and they have the GPS in there, and uh, uh, they could be programmed probably to do what I want to do. Uh, right now, they do a lot more than, uh, I just want to basically put a beacon on here at the house. And so I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at one of the Zactec uh, uh, devices here. Let me show you what it looks like. And, um, you know, it, it, it runs the typical stuff, the, the GPS module. It runs the SI5351, uh, you know, transmitter chip. Uh, it's an Arduino 328P. Uh, pretty pretty much pretty much like the uh, pretty much like the uh, tracker that I built. Now this unit does have a little chip that puts a USB uh, conversion on there, where you can actually plug a USB cable into it to program it. Uh, here's my uh, here here's here's what I wanted to talk about. First, I wanted to just set something up here just to as a beacon on on APRS, uh, Glenn and. Um, so there was an article in uh, CQ magazine, I mean QST magazine, this this month, on um, on a low cost. They call it Nano uh, Whisper, low cost multiband transmitter. I don't know if you can see that or not. It's washing it out pretty good. Tell you what I can do. I'll do this. Yeah, I haven't read that one yet. It's in my backpack for my reading material at work. Yeah, let me do this. This will be better. There we go. All right, so so it's a, um, you know, it's just a, a simple uh, transmitter. Look at the, the schematic, very simple. SI5351 board and uh, the Nano, you know. You know, man, it's uh, very simple, right? But then I started looking at this, and you got to have a computer hooked to it. And and uh, that you have to run something like Whisper on your computer, which then this is just becomes the transmitter. This is and this can be set for any band uh, by programming the, the chip here. And it, but you got to have your you got to have your computer hooked to it and running like Whisper. And I thought that's not what I want. Now I got to have a computer hooked to it and running all the time. So I'm thinking, okay, I want a standalone unit. I want a standalone unit, so um, I, this Zactec unit right here, uh, it actually is a standalone. And, and the other one here, I was thinking, now, how is this thing going to work? I mean, there's no, how does it know, you know, uh, Whisper, Whisper has to transmit very precisely on certain time slots. You know, like every one minute uh, you would transmit. And uh, 
the band and the bandwidth on Whisper is only six cycles wide. But anyway, and I'm looking at the thing. And I'm thinking, how does it know when to transmit? And that's when I realized you got to have your computer hooked to it, and you got to have your program hooked to it. See, but but this one, this one has the GPS on it, and that's where they're getting the timing and the clock. See. So this is this can be a standalone here here, and you can program your call in here, and this is a complete standalone Jeep, uh, whisper transmitter. So this is what I want to do now. It could be programmed for any any band, uh, from you know, hey, 0.5 uh, uh, megahertz up to what I don't know, 400. You know, it's pretty wide range. Yeah, the 5351, yeah. I think, goes up to 160. Yeah, yeah. So it could, it could go anywhere in there. Now, but here's the thing. You would have to plug a USB in there, and you'd have to program it for that frequency. What I want to do, what I want to do, Glenn, is to, I would like to be able, if the if the 328 has enough room, I'd like to program it where I could have, like, a 20-meter frequency in there or maybe 40 meter frequency in there and maybe on one of the input pins or something on the 328 or whatever you know select do i want this frequency or do i want that frequency so does that seem doable yeah but i think again you're overthinking the issue yeah you already have 90 percent of that beacon code in the balloon code yeah why don't you just take the balloon code and shorten the beacon from the 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 delay that you've got now and just have it continuously repeat that's just shortening that delay yeah yeah instead of uh instead of transmitting that second transmission uh with the additional uh information just transmit the call information every one minute and you know i mean it basically is the same thing it's just a a very large uh, tracker i mean you know yeah but and, so, uh, so my question is, my question is, and, and, and of course he's got the code for it. You, you set it on any, you set it on the, you know, the, the twenty meter, or you set it on the forty meter, or the thirty meter. My question is, if if that's already in there and it's you've got it transmitting on, say twenty meters, how much difficulty is it to modify the code to say just to change the frequency? What do you think? I think Glenn Glenn fell off here. Let's let's get Glenn Glenn back on here. Let's get Glenn back on. All right, if the cat must have hit the disconnect button. Did the cat hit the disconnect button? Un- un- unmute your mic. Something looks different here, man. Let's see. Uh, I'm not hearing you, Glenn. I'm not hearing not hearing you. You did not appear to be. You don't appear to be muted. Just when I asked a question. All right, am I here? There, you're there now. You're there. What's going on? Um, Zoom tends to make my other machine blue screen. Oh, okay, okay. Right, well, and you so came I back. Just, you came back pretty good. So, hey, here's my I question. Here, here's my question. So, so with the code in there, you know, it's going to transmit every one minute, and it, it's set for 14 megahertz. How much difficulty would it be to say change that 14 megahertz to seven megahertz? Maybe with just a toggle switch. 
Yeah, no difficulty at all because when you do your one minute time, just check the position of that switch and you load the 5351 with the correct band information by reading the switch. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, it's bang, bang, done. I mean, yeah. that should be very easy to do. And I, and I suppose if you really want to get complicated, you could all you could without a switch. You could have it alternate thirty meters, twenty yeah. meters, thirty meters, twenty meters, right? Yeah. The key there is making sure you've got an antenna that's matched. Yeah, 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 right. But yeah. Well, that, this is uh, this is real interesting. Uh, I've, I ordered one of these uh, Zach uh, uh, Zach Tech um, deals here. It's got actually it's got basically the very same parts on it that we got on the tracker. You know. Except, yeah. except they've got a USB, uh, USB to uh, what serial or whatever you call it converter on it. It's a, it's a single chip. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah. So I'm going to get this, get it going, and at some point, when you get a little time, I'll share the code with you, and and uh, you know maybe we can pick out a couple of the what do you call those pins on there? The, the inputs on your. Uh, Oh, the, just the I.O. pins? The I.O. pins. Maybe, maybe there'll be a couple of I.O. pins, and we can somehow use an I.O. pin and put a double pole, I mean, a, a toggle switch on there, you know. Oh, that, that should not be a problem at all. Well, I figured for somebody like you, you know, uh, for you, you can knock it out probably in uh, no time. So, well, like I say, I think the code is 90% there if you use the whisper code for the balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... I wanted to get something going kind of fast and simple, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go this way. This actually has a uh, chip on there, and it actually runs 250 milliwatts. Uh, they've got a uh, let me let me show you. Oh, let's see, there it is right there. Let me let me see if I can move this over and let you see what they got going here. Uh, wrong wrong one. All right, so. Um, what they're doing here to get the extra power, you know, the the fifty three fifty one, the fifty three fifty one is right, right here, uh, and it's about ten milliwatts. But what they're doing, they're just taking a chip here next to it here, taking a chip, and by paralleling all those different sections, you can get anywhere from one hundred and twenty milliwatts to two hundred and fifty milliwatts. Uh, RF out of that, and then what they'll put chip? they'll put a little filter past that to kind of smooth that square wave off. Yeah, that, what's that, that chip? A chip is a um, well. Let's see what it is. Yeah, let me see if I can let me see if I can figure this out here. Because if you're going to get 250 milliwatts, you're going to need an amplifier in there somewhere. That is the amplifier. Yeah, that's why I wanted to know what chip that it is. That chip is the amplifier. That chip is, um, well, why am I not, uh, let's see. I've got a whole bunch of those chips. I ordered them. Uh, well, for some reason, I can't move the, I can't move the PDF over. Anyway, I've got the chips. Uh, I have them here. Uh, I can almost yeah. read it. Well, let me see if I can make it a little larger here. Let's see. Oh, that's, that's, that's off the screen here. Let me go back. Oh, we'll try like one more thing. I'll try one more thing. Here we go. Here we go. Is that a 7404? Here we go. Hang on. We're getting here. No. 
gonna say I can't see how you use a. GTL it's a seventy-four chip. AC two fifty-four or something like that. Let's see. Let me let me send it to you. It's a uh, it's a seventy four AC two sixty four I think I, I it's hard to read on here blown up but you can you can see it right there and the way they get the power is just by paralleling each of the outputs there if you want hundred and twenty milliwatts you use half that chip and you just keep paralleling sections there but anyway okay so that's a, that's a project that we're gonna probably work on here um, soon and. Uh, uh, at some point, we'll get you here on the show to help us with uh, help us with that. Yeah, that's interesting because I did a a lookup on that, and it doesn't match anything for that number. Yeah, but, you know the seventy four series. That's a bunch of TTL. Yeah, it is. It is. Chips. It is. And, and I mean, that's uh, just a probably a, a a hex inverter chip like the seventy four hundred four. Yep, and they use it for power amp. That's kind of bizarre. Isn't that something? You know, I, I could take it off and I could put a MOSFET there. You know, I've designed some little uh, 100 milliwatt amps for. That would be much more. You know, with, with the, yeah, it would be. Less. Yeah, I may just uh, you know, I may just add the uh, MOSFET in there. Because uh, 5351 is the square wave, so it's going to have. Well, you know what? Of- you know what? Here in the uh, in the um, in the uh, uh, QST magazine, they're using the same chip. Let me go to it. I'll show you. You can see it better. Uh, here we go. Let's see. Hmm. That is a 74 C244. There you go. That's And look what they look what they're doing here. If you look right here, you look right. Here's the output from the 5351 right here. And if you put a jumper here, you go straight through a a, a filter to the antenna. That's uh-huh. ten. That's ten milliwatts. If you want two hundred fifty milliwatts, you put the jumper in right here, and you come out and you go through a filter to the antenna. So that's just they're just using it as a power amp. That's unusual, but okay. Yeah. yeah. They've uh, they've used that for a number of years in, in certain trackers. Um, I don't, you know, it wasn't intended for that, but. And you know, I yeah. mean, it, uh, all this stuff puts out a square wave, so you kind of got to. Yeah, gotta I mean, all that is that's a buffer line driver. With yep. Free state output, so it's pretty much a standard TTL type yeah. chip. Yeah. So you know, we'll uh, we'll play with that, and uh, I'll, I'll have that coming in here. Um, so hey, you know, man, I'm I'm just looking for some new projects to do, some things to do for the show here. Um, Oh, hey, by the way, uh, uh, yesterday, the day before, I got a, a, a whole heaping pile of uh, uh, ATmega 328Ps that came in the mail from China. Oh, very cool. And I, I got about 15 of the GPS modules that came in. So I'm all set with GPS modules and uh, the uh, the Arduino chip now. And uh, uh, so, you know, we might try to just, um, you know, breadboard one of these things, make our own... Uh, a little uh, whisper transmitter here. I would like to try to, to enhance it a little bit, you know, with uh, to be able to change it here. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I uh, I got the uh, I got the uh, 18 mega 328 P's uh, in the mail yesterday. 
So we're we're okay there. I've been getting a lot of stuff in the mail here recently, so I guess they're getting those ships in from offshore. Well, and, and you know, it had been ordered probably three months ago. I had placed some orders like a long time ago. Uh, stuff still is a real critical shortage out there. Hey guys, uh, some of you may have noticed we made some changes on the website, uh, and uh, it looks a little bit different today let's see let me see if i can oh boy i got it really blown up here let me come down with it yeah it's, it looks pretty cool it's uh it's a lot better i mean the other one we had was uh kind of old design and uh I'm, I'm i'm sizing it here for you guys trying to size it here let me size it a little bit more here that'll probably get it right there so so yeah you know um it's uh it's going to be a little bit simpler and a little bit more straightforward and of course over the years you know the other one gets cluttered up with all the stuff that we've done so we're kind of starting over with this you might notice uh hey now now you can go you can find us at w5kub.com or you can find us at ham-tv.com or my personal website is tmedlin.com com but any of those will bring you uh to the show uh we need to figure out so something to use the ham ham tv.com for maybe a, a spinoff or something and uh you know i don't know uh Glenn, maybe we need to set you up a studio down here and and, and have a ham tv.com and you know you you put in about six uh, six hours a week at night on it you know or something like yeah, that yeah I, yeah I got a better idea yeah yeah, we'll just make it cat TV. Cat TV. All right, man. We'll make it cat TV. <laughs> well, just to show you a little bit, I, I hey, and, and you know, this page is uh, it's uh, I'm just throwing stuff in there to try to format it and to see uh, uh, you know, see what I can do with it. Um, but uh, if you look here, there's a there's a picture. That, hey, hey, guys, there's a that picture there. That is the uh, uh, the production team. Uh, for Last Man Standing, that's the producers and all the support staff that put on uh, Tim Allen's TV show, Last Man Standing. And if you will notice the background, that's actually the uh, the background there for the show. Uh, let's see. Uh, got a little blurb here. Hey, you got you got Glenn's picture there. Look at there. We got him a in very here. Old and, uh, picture. Uh, I have got to get you. Well, a we new well picture. we need a good picture there, but you I mean, know. My God, that one's at least six years old. Uh, yeah, well, it makes you look six years younger. I got a, got a few sponsors on there. You know, here's eighty uh, pounds ago. Just trying to spot here uh, with Katie, uh, and then we've got some. Uh, uh, there's uh, there's me talking with Tim Allen out behind the studio uh, uh, when we were out there, and uh, let's see. There we, and there's some of the shots there from um, from when we did our our webcast from out there. Oh, here we can do this. What what can you do? We can turn on the lights and let people. Oh yeah, okay, all right. I see it back here. Here here's a picture of Mandy. If you guys remember Mandy from the show, uh, that's the first Mandy uh, back in the early days, right there, uh, uh, standing with Kathy and me, and then uh, the picture on the left is John Amadeo. He's the producer. Picture on the right here. There's Tim Allen with us. 
and uh, we had a lot had a lot of fun out there. Uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to see our friend astronaut Doug Wheelock this year or not. He usually, for the last eight years, minus COVID, he's been with us in, in uh, Dayton. Uh, I don't think we're going to do that this year with him. We are going to Dayton. I think we're going to change our format up a little bit on how we webcast from Dayton. Uh, but uh, and then I've just got a you know uh, a button here for live chat, and there, it takes you to another page where you can see the show and you can uh, you can uh, log into the live chat there. Let me bring this down a little. Actually, I've got the uh, let's see, Control minus. Bring it. Down. There we go. Yeah, that was the one thing we were talking about again in the pre-show is I've been making all my reservations for the ham fest and stuff, Dayton and Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, one right after the other. Oh, okay. Well, look, let me uh, let me get the uh, link here. We'll just open up. Uh, it's after 9 o'clock, so we'll open up the uh, – we'll open up uh, Zoom for everybody, and uh, we will uh, – We'll have a good time. We'll just talk ham radio here. Let me, let me get the link. Here we go. See what? We won't be opening the phone lines. I'll just open the Zoom up right now. All right. All right, I'm posting a link in here for um, our Zoom link if you guys want to join us. Uh, feel free to uh, come into the show just by clicking on that link right there. Yeah, they're talking about all the potential cancellations. I've got uh, Collinsville, Illinois here in about three weeks. I yeah. haven't heard anything on canceling, and Orlando's, you know, six weeks off. And, again, not planning on any cancellations at this point. I got airline tickets and stuff. Yeah, Frank, uh, down in Australia, asked me, did I get a QSL card from him? Yeah, I've actually worked them uh, several times down there, and uh, I do have QSL cards uh, from them. And uh, it was always fun. We also, Glenn and I... Glenn and I also operated uh, a, the uh, the uh, Last Man Standing special uh, event station from here uh, this past year, and uh, had a good time doing that. We made a lot of contacts. I uh, just approved somebody. I'm not sure who that was. I think it was it Brent, maybe. That was Tim. Is it Tim? Okay, let's see. I'm just approving people, not even looking to see who they are. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, yeah. All right, let's see. I didn't get a bigger screen, man. You know, I see oh, no, Jordan. Jordan. I see Jordan. Hey, Jordan, how you doing, man? I see Jordan there. I see Frank down in uh, Australia. I'm here. That's about it. All right, man. You been to Memphis lately? No, I have not. They've got me a lot of local work here in Huntsville. Oh, how often were you actually driving up this way? Before I uh, uh, took the local job, it was almost every day. Oh, man. But about two to three months since I've been to Memphis. From Huntsville to Memphis? Yeah, every day. Oh, my word. That is a drive. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he, he had it pretty easy with his driver. He just put that thing on cruise control and let it go, man. Still, man. I mean, well, uh, Highway 72, and it's, that's not so much. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. I mean, I go to cat shows, and we used to drive all over, but you hit that certain age, and it's like somebody else can drive offline. <laughs> well, you know, I hey, and I agree with you, man. Let me tell you, we were in North Carolina last week. It seems like it was a month ago, but it was, yeah, it was, a la- it was last week. My goodness. Yeah, now I'm uh, and, and I just I decided not to have the show. Our internet connection was so bad. Plus, we had a house full of people, all kinds of people running around and noise. And uh, I just thought, you know, hey, we'll just cancel the show. It's almost Christmas, and man, that 500 mile drive back, it just, it, you know, man, yeah, it's just tough. When you, a, it's tough on you, man. I was at the club Christmas party, so I wouldn't have been here last Tuesday anyway. Yeah, yeah. That driving like that will take a lot out of you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I used to yeah. drive like 3,000 miles a month and never leave North Mississippi. Literally on the road <clears throat> three to six hours every day. Yeah. And now I only go to the office two days a week. Yes, it's across town. Yes, I have to drive through Memphis and you know, risk my very existence going across town, but the other three days I get to sit right here and work. But the cars are loving me. I only have to buy one tank of gas a week now. All right. Have y'all got I saw the project you're doing, Tom. Anybody else doing any more any other projects? Uh you not see over my shoulder? Not on here. I mean <laughs> a lot of stuff. You know, I mean, Glenn's always got stuff going. He hasn't got anything going on the show here. Yeah. Well, he he, he 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 gets it going as long as the cats don't steal his yeah, components yeah. off the workbench. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, hey, there's a question. There's a, a comment in the chat room asking how Katie's doing. She hadn't been on here. Well, Katie is very busy, and uh, uh, Katie is not just deep in the ham radio now. She just doesn't have a lot of time. Uh, she is still with us, but, uh, I told her, I said, just pop in when you can, you know, she works, uh, so a lot of times she's working late. So I said, just pop out when you can, but you're not leaving us. And, uh, uh, so, you know, I expect her to be in here some. So let's see. I think I covered the announcements tonight. Yeah. I've got two projects coming. I have a US uh, uh, SDX coming, should be here in January, and I have a, a QCX Mini coming that I get to play with. So okay. All right. That'd be here. cool. All right. Well, look, hey, put, get the, the QCX, man. I think that's got a little toroid. That, the hardest part of building that thing is that toroid. I think if I, I'm getting really assembled because the last time I tried to build something, it didn't go very well. Well, that, that toroid, a lot of people have problems. It's a tri filler or something. You got a bunch of wires in there, and you got to, you know what I'm talking about, Glenn? Yeah, there's three wires instead of the normal one or two. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, that, that, I think that's the hardest part that a lot of people have the trouble with. You got to be very careful on that toroid uh, there. But uh, hey, uh, Show it on a show one night. You know, we'll have you on here, and, and uh, you can. we'll have a show and tell. I know what I can do. 
Yeah, I'll have it, and I'm planning on doing the project. I'm mainly want to do with it is connecting it to uh, uh, MixW software to do CW. Yeah, just to see if it work with the sound card and and keying it, just to see what it would do. So that's You're my talking- that's my. Oh, look out. He's got the box. Look out. Talking about your kits? There you go there. Um. Now, what, is, what is that? What is that? <laughs> Jordan, uh, you, you asked, okay? Yes. He's got a box <laughs> full of it. <laughs> That's his next oh, book, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Literally is. Let's see. That's a uh, hot domain reflectometer. A... 20-meter CW transceiver, 2-meter FM receiver, a FM stereo radio chip, yeah. uh, a modification for the MFJ and um, antenna analyzer so you can hook it up to your PC. Interesting. Instructions, let's see. This is a the Indoware six band sideband transceiver, a rain and water sensor, micro bit X AGC mod, a micro bit X parts. That one's not gonna work anymore. Well, um, when are you gonna, when are you going to have time to work on all that? Acrobatics. He's going to send some out. I, I, I guess Frank uh, down there in uh, Australia could probably uh, give him some help there. He's uh, you know it's harder than the blazes. You know what down there? Forty three degrees C and whatever. Uh, he probably sit in the house uh, with his air conditioner on and uh, help him out. Oh, you're going <laughs> to love this. It's a very cool day today. It's only 90 degrees. Well, we were running our air conditioner. Oh, it's 23 here, Frank. And we got snow on the ground. (laughs) My my wife's from Cincinnati. She hates snow. Oh, man. I don't blame you. I don't blame her at all. (laughs) You're going to love this little thing here. What is it? This is a... There you go, Jordy. uh, What is it? A... (laughs) Uh, all band up to like six meter AM FM sideband uh, receiver. Oh yeah, I had one of those. I sent it back. I didn't like it. Okay. I had that one, but it, I think I got a bad one. It just, it sounded crummy. But uh, I, I'm thinking about reordering it. Yeah, they had some early issues. But yeah. Oh man, I originally that's got my the- project. <laughs> I originally got the Pixie 40 meter, uh, like one watt uh, CW transceiver, and the first one I built, it worked, worked great. But I won one with the BNC that was on the board, and I just built it two weeks ago and went to hook it up and pop the capacitor. Next thing I know, I got smoke. I got the magic smoke. Oh man! So I ordered a second one. It got here. Now I just got to find time to put that together. Oh, you want well, all you got to do is replace the capacitor, right? Well, uh, when I went to pull it out and look at it, all of the 
the copper going to the capacitor had also fried. Oh, well, yeah. So, but there, there's your 40-meter pixies. The one I had, I loved Three it. Three of them. The, one, the, the first one I built, uh, I loved it, but the way it was built was one of the first ones, so all the major components to adjust it and everything, and the BNC connector was all off the board. So that right there is pretty much the one I... Uh, I'm wanting. Except uh, this one does JT65. Oh, wow. That's a little bigger than All right, I look got. at there, Glenn. Look at there, man. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey Glenn, you, you, you're running away. He's trying to show you something. Yeah, did Glenn walk around away? Look at there, Glenn. I, I like that I got the, the paper off of it. I, I thought they were going to go all over the wall. <laughs> the cat's probably raising heck in the front room. <laughs> oh, the, uh, what? Over over there she's in the lab now the lights on stuff's out she's oh yeah we'll, we'll see it go scurrying across the floor chasing all right. stuff yeah she's fixing <laughs> to make a raid all right now i'm gonna mix i'm mixing uh -oh. 10 i'm mixing 10 let me uh, i'm mixing 10 i gotta pin his camera are we, so gonna go poof? are we gonna go boom I'm, I'm i'm mixing 10 of them here with four from a different manufacturer so uh-oh what's the chances of uh they all are going to be good. I'd yeah. say about 99%. Yeah, I hope so. I have yet to receive a bad Arduino. Now, I have fried my share, but I don't think I've ever gotten a defective one. All right. So I got me enough here to... I got about... 15. Hey, Tom, there's a, there's a question in the chat room yep. there. They want to know about your generator. Uh, have you got an update on that? Well, they call me the week before Christmas and said they've got it in and now they're going to schedule it to be installed and they'll call me back today and let me know well they never called me back that's been about a week now. <laughs> it's been about a week but uh, it is here it is here and look at here Glenn oh, I got hurry me up a, and wait right <laughs> there my, I got me a bunch Wait, of GPS modules nice. Glenn got me some GPS modules yeah I got I got something yeah. too Got my 328s here, so. Now, if you just happen to look over my shoulder and you see all of those parts bins. Yep. Well, yeah, what, what's in that part bin back there? I want to know. <laughs> uh, I think the last count is like 700 various Arduino and radio parts. Oh, my God. Let me, uh, I'll show you my parts store. Well, this is one of them. Let me look. Uh, let's see. Let me see how to do this. How do I do this? And you're not seeing two or three that I've got on the other wall that you can't see. All right. Uh, wait a minute. I just to there is no usable space left uh, in that room. Studio. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here's part of my parts. There's part of my parts right here. Let's see. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> that's part of my parts. That's that's one room. That's one room with parts. Uh huh. And uh, uh, I can't get well, to I can't go get to the other room and show you the five laser yeah, printers and five monitors. Yeah. The thing is, it gets so messy, man. I had it all, everything so cleaned up and everything nice where I could find it, and now all the cables are all tangling up, and it's just getting to be a mess in there, man. Oh. I guess that's why he has the door closed, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh -oh, I don't want anything falling out on me. Something. Oh man. You are you are watching the the crook in action. 
Oh, yeah, I see it. Uh, her. I see her. Yep, she's up there. Look out. <laughs> she's got something. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've the closet's full, and I've got the whole upstairs has got the large parts. So I, I've got like 24 feet of workbench in that other room, and it's piled high with junk right now, and I just cleaned it off the other day. But uh, I'm getting really, really close to starting the new book, the new projects, uh, assuming that I have any parts <clears throat> left. Uh, oh, I guess she just ran ran across. She's <laughs> got another one. <laughs> I, I guess one of my next projects, if I can just get the energy, I need. I've got the ladder up out there. I need to go up to the roof, and I need to take oh. down my two rotors, my elevation and my azimuth rotors, and bring them in here and uh, see what's wrong with them, so I can get back on satellite. I, you know, I set Which up a satellite. Which yours? The, is yours the ASIM? It's a what? Your Azel rotor. No, I've got two separate rotors. I got an elevation rotor and an azimuth rotor. Yeah, I got the Yezu elevation rotor. Yeah, I don't have yeah. I don't have the combination rotor. No, that they can be combined, but they actually operate separately. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm you know I could just buy me a a combination rotor. Those things are about a thousand bucks, man. Yeah, they're expensive, really. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I remember. I, I remember back when when I was stationed at the Pentagon, we had one of those things out there, and I'll tell you, uh, it was it was it was funny to watch the thing going up and down and turning this that and the yeah. other. And I I said to myself, "Well, is it going to work?" And the guy says, "We'll go over there to that Yezu. What was it? FT twenty six R." He says, "And say CQ and see what you get." Yeah, <laughs> it was Korea. <laughs> I thought it was cool. What year was that? I was in Korea. 19, 1982. Oh, man, I was there in 72. Oh, okay. Well, 72, I was floating on a on an aircraft carrier in the uh, was it Gulf of Tonkin over there off Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, anybody else want to join us? Let me post the link again here. Zoom link. If you'd like to join us on Zoom, just click on this link and you can join us. Be glad to have you. I was thinking that original Yesu rotator. They bought it from somebody or they had a different name. What did Yesu used to be called? The Yesu? Well, I don't know. This, uh, this, this rotor I've got is the Yesu. I think it's a Yezu. Well, you know what? It may be it may be the brand that came out the Yezu had before it was called a Yezu rotor. You know, that's that's what I'm trying to remember. Yeah, this is called a. Um, I'm looking. Sonic Cam. No, Sonic Cam was an early one. You know what? It doesn't. Even, it doesn't even have a name on it. It does not have a name on it there. So I. I don't know, Glenn. Uh, here, I'm going to show it to you here. Let's see. Uh, let's see if this camera will make it over. Yeah, it's going to look just like my 5400. Can, uh, can you see that? I, I don't even know if I'm aiming it right. Um, vertex. Yeah, vert, uh, was it Vertex? I want to say it's Vertex. It might, it's something like that. 
Yeah. All right. For all you guys that want to know, this is Glenn right there. Right there. That's, yeah, yeah, we that's, see that's, it. That's, that's Glenn right here. <laughs> Nice soundboard. Very nice soundboard. All right. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to remember. It's Vertex. What is that? Sound like a pill. V e r t e x. That was the that Yesu bought them. And yeah, I think that's what the, I think that's the name that, of the one I've got here. Commercial. That was yeah, that, that was their commercial, commercial. Uh, division. Yeah, Vertex. Vertex yeah, 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 yeah. That's and the one then, I've got. And see, I've got the next version up, which is the 5400. Let's see if we can do this without destroying the, the place. There you go. Ah, uh -huh. yes. That's right. Right down there on the bottom. Yep. And then there's the... <clears throat> Dry band beam right next to it, and then my two meter and four forty rigs, and the rest of the rigs are on this wall. So you get uh, to see a whole totally different view of the shack tonight. <laughs> well, I, I enjoy watching the cats running back and forth. They're stealing all your components. You you'll be stepping on on them in your stocking feet, and you'll be uh, yelling at them. <laughs> yes. But that was the funny thing. When I was doing the second book, I had a pair of the 8307 chips that I was going to use for the SWR analyzer. I set them out on the workbench the night before. Got up the next morning and went to work. They were gone. Yep. Took me two weeks to find them. I reordered a new set. Well. And when? I mean, I tore this house up and down. And what it turned out, it wasn't Demon Child there. It was her sister. Uh oh. Hey, I don't Godzilla. even. I don't even have a cat here, and I can lose something on the workbench, and it takes me three days Godzilla to find. Godzilla had taken them and actually stuffed them inside a file folder that was on the floor. <laughs> and it the they they had folded so flat you couldn't tell there were chips inside. And I went to pick that up when I finished that chapter doing it a different way, the chips fell out. And, I mean, there was no doubt who did it. Yep. Yeah, Godzilla. <laughs> you don't get to see her, but she's the real monster over here. Oh, yeah. And then my daughter, my fiance, love to see her cats when we jump on here and they just sit there and well, watch it. Um, get the ARRL <laughs> calendar this year because Godzilla is April and... Rodan there is August. Oh, nice. <laughs> no. I, I went into the HRO the other day, and they didn't have them. I asked. Huh. Now, HRO is stocking my book now, so. Yeah, I, I, I saw that, and I grabbed one, and I said I'll save, send it down for a signature like I have on the rest of them. <laughs> you just got to go to a ham fest that I'm at. No, well, it's going to be a while. No kidding. I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what this uh, new uh, what this new year is going to be yet. I'm just rolling forward, and if it cancels, it cancels. I, I did actually get smart this time, and I bought the 
trip cancellation insurance for everything. So if they do cancel the Hamfest, it's not going to hurt me. I'm hoping nothing gets canceled, but you know, it, they're, they're predicting all sorts of strange stuff. Too early to tell there, buddy. Yep. But I'm planning to go and unless told otherwise. I'm tired I'm of sitting around his house. I'm paying attention to. <laughs> like I say, I'm going to St. Louis in three weeks. <clears throat> Orlando in six. Jackson, Mississippi in four. Uh, Man, you're a busy person. Then, of course, Dayton. And uh, then the yeah, I saw something on that today. I, I don't know. I haven't really investigated what uh, Jill sent me, but... Uh, he sent me something on. Uh... Yeah, I haven't heard anything from them really at all. I figured, you know, we'll know soon enough if, if something bad's going to happen. But I think everybody's at this point of we're just going to go forward with it and life goes on. All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let me just make a quick announcement here. Uh, people are probably wondering what they're listening to out there on shortwave. Uh, this is the last half hour of a ham radio show where we invite our uh, viewers into the show and uh, we just talk about a little bit about everything this is amateur radio roundtable it's a show about ham radio if you're listening out there on shortwave uh, please send us an email to tom at w5kub.com tell us where you are how you're here in the station we're relatively low power we're only 50,000 watts Coming out of Monticello, Maine. Up there, right near the Canadian border. If you want to, you can uh, join us on Tuesday nights. Uh, the live video show is on uh, W5KUB.com. And join us, watch the video, join us in the chat room. All right. Guys, I'm, I'm thinking about popcorn tonight. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Popcorn does sound kind of good. Yeah, yeah. One of the few things that's on my diet if I don't use salt and butter. Oh, that, that, uh, yeah. I feel sorry for you there, buddy. I've got a hot air popper. and you Oh, yeah, well, the hot air popper, you just stick a little bit of butter on the top, and it melts it, and then when you finish, you just... Butter's There's a little crust. Butter is not on my diet. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. I we apologize. Got, we got Joel. No we got Joel no in the uh, chat room here. AI is 6DG. Just reminding all us retired guys that there are guys out there that do work still. Now Glenn's still working. He won't give I'm it up. Still working. So. Glenn is still working there. Uh, I am retired, but uh, I seem busier now than I was. Let me tell you, when you retire, you're gonna get busier. I. I, I need to go back to work just to get a rest, to tell you the truth. Um, my mom said that exact same thing. She retired yeah. back in May, and she straight up looked at us and goes, how did I ever get anything done? I work more now than I did when I was working. <laughs> man, let me tell you, man. Hey, hey, when I was working, I, hey, that was an easy job compared to being retired, man. You know. Uh. <laughs> Actually, for the last year, before March, I was basically working from home, unemployed, whatever. You know, pay, paid to be unemployed is the best way to look at it. Yeah. 
And it was basically retirement for me. And I'm just like, this is what retirement's going to be. I can finish books. I can do projects. I mean, I lived over in that other side of the, the room. So, yeah, bring it on. If I'm retired, yes, I will be busier than I've ever been, but it will be on that side of the room. Yeah. So, <clears throat> bring it. Hello, Charlie, down in Uruguay. How you doing, Charlie? Hello. Fine. You're a little late tonight, Charlie. Yeah, I was uh, having dinner with my sister. Uh, oh, no, boy. No, we're going to have to give him demerits, Tom. Yeah, he's gonna get ten demerits tonight for coming in so late. That's for sure. Let me put it. In, let me put it in my book here. Charlie, ten, ten demerits. All right. Well, we're glad to have you anyway, man. I okay. think. I think two weeks ago you were traveling on business. You were at a hotel. Yeah, exactly. Where were La- we? last week? Uh, Wait, was there any? No, no show. No, no show last no week. Show. Where where were you? Oh, we uh, some, where were you I on your snow up here? <laughs> where, where were you on your business trip? Where in Buenos Aires? Oh, Buenos Aires! I've been there a few yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, nice place, pretty place. Yes, pretty place. Yeah, somehow economically complicated. <laughs> I think it's all built by the Germans. This uh, no English no no, no. what well, who is it? I thought I thought there might have been a lot of German influence. Oh, I don't know. That some made. of the architecture. I grew up in the central northern yeah. part. They actually have some Bavarian style villages up there in northern yeah, Argentina. Yeah. And down there on that side. Uh, the Germans did have a lot of influence, and they used those ports during World War Two. Yeah. Yes, but yes, after, after or during World War Two, yes, but yeah. In but fact, in fact, that, there are, uh, all those all those generals and stuff from World War Two. There, all those German generals are down here in in Argentina now, running around, having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, um, um, Elvis Presley is still alive. Yeah, Elvis is. Uh, he just <laughs> left the building. He left the building. You, you know, Elvis is from my town here, right? You know, Elvis is here. Ah, uh, yeah. In Memphis, yeah. yeah. I literally live probably five miles due south of Graceland. Yeah, yeah. I used to work uh, just right near Grace. In fact, I would go. To, Glenn, there's a Piccadilly restaurant near uh, Graceland here. I don't know if you... I've eaten there, yeah. Yeah, I used to go eat there all the time, man. You know, yeah. my wife, but back when Elvis was getting big, my there at Graceland, my wife uh, uh, had, she was a kid, and she had cousins come here, and they would go to see Elvis. They'd go knock on the front door, and oh his, uncle would, his, uncle, his uncle would come to the door, and he'd talk to them. But uh, one time, uh, her relatives from North Carolina came here, and they climbed over the fence in the backyard. They were going in. They went in Elvis's backyard, and uh, a bunch of big old dogs started chasing them. <laughs> but yeah, you could just drive right up to Elvis's front door, man. But yeah, it's. 
Yeah. I think I worked you on 10 meters last week. On FTA. Me? Me? Yeah. No. I just looked, I just looked at your call. It looked familiar. Me yeah, look. but I, I, I don't work digital. Oh, okay. Well, but also, look, hey, you, you never know. Hey, hey, with this, go back and look hey, at it because well, I did a whole bunch of wait a minute, wait a minute. Artificial yeah. intelligence. It may have that FT8 may have been working, and Carlos didn't know it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Well, the working. cats have got their own QSL cards. <laughs> yeah, all of them yeah. want FT8. Anyhow, I bought this kit that I have to build. Uh, for working for for digital mode, so it's not that I'm um, against it. It's just that. Uh, what do you, what do you have to build? It's one of these. Remember that we were talking about the the that the kit came. It's a QRP Labs kit that yeah. it's a very small uh, yeah. transceiver for digital modes. Okay. Oh, that is okay. the uh, Q QCX. QCX. No QDX. QC yeah, the QDX, that one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, which okay. you plug in and it, it, it appears like a, a like sound card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a sound card and, and you work directly to that. And remember that I told you that I was prepared, prepared to build it yeah. and the, the transistors were missing, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. BS-170. That finally I found them in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. But yeah. now I cannot find them. I brought them... <laughs> Well, hey, my China, my China chips came in, man. Look, I got a bag of chips and GPSs, and I got all kinds Great. of stuff now, man. They finally got here. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Charlie, there's a real simple way to do it. That's get you one of those little USB sound dongles. Yeah. That plugs right into the side of a PC. Yeah. And it has a microphone and a headset in and out. Works fine. Yeah, but uh, you have to connect it to the radio. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. No, this is a radio. Oh, this oh, oh okay, that's the radio. radio. That's everything, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that big. Yeah. It's like that big. So, yeah, that's, here's what Glenn's talking about, a little USB dongle. Yeah, no, yeah, yes, exactly. I, I have that, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. But, but that you connect to the radio, but right. Uh, this is the whole radio, complete radio. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a couple of those too, but I got a bunch of these quick, different, that, different that ones. Will do it. Mm -hmm. I have another weird uh, thing to test if it's radioactive. I just brought it. Oh, oh my yeah. God. What is that? Yes, uh, it's some sort of I don't know. It looks like a high voltage rectifier, but it doesn't have any filament, so I don't think it's a rectifier. Maybe some sort of. Some, some sort of vacuum diode or something. I mean, what are those, uh, uh, what are those numbers on it? A, a hyper powerful neon lamp. Yeah, it's a Philips four three nine zero. Philips. All right. We're gonna look it up. Yeah, real look quick. it up. We're gonna look but, it up. Wait a sec. Let me. What, one that sec. is a voltage limiter. It's it's like a neon lamp or something. Four three yeah. nine zero. Well, that's how the voltage limiters used to work back in the day. So it's um, it's like a regular voltage regulator. Yeah. Yeah. Trigger yeah. voltage is seven hundred to eight hundred and fifty volts. At that 
voltage that gas inside yeah, will yeah. ionize just like neon and molten lead. So here we go iron. right here. Let's see. I got you one right here, man. Look at this. I can get you one right here for, look at that. Nine dollars. Nine? I'm, I'm a, oh, I thought I had a gold mine here. I'm get, no. Hey, I may give me one of those. They're only $9 each. I may give me one of those. Actually, if you buy three or more, they're only six eighty-six. Look at each. that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. what's the breakdown voltage or what, however you... 700 to 850. Sorry? 700 to 850. Great for my linear amplifier. Yeah. <laughs> no. But maybe you can put it uh, for the protection, uh, uh, lightning protector for, yeah. for your antenna. That, that, would, that would work. Yeah. But look at this. This is the real stuff. Let's see. Let me look. Uh, what do you got? What is it? What is this? It, this is a TR switch from a radar yeah. from oh, wow. the 50s or 40s. And here's my Geiger counter. Ah, very cool. I'm not hearing much. No, but look at the light. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I'd, I'd wear some gloves to handle that, man. I'd, yeah, man. it's radioactive. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. This is real black magic because this is, I think it's a TR switch, and I don't know. Maybe um, Alan knows how, how it works. What's yeah. in the glass? What's the glass part? Let, hold it up again. Let's, let's look yes. at it. So I'm looking at the glass part. Is that is that swivel? What's the tube? Turn? What is the tube number? Yeah, uh, let me see. It's a uh, uh, Jan for join joined in, in the Army Navy. Yeah. One Bravo two two four. One Bravo twenty four. One Bravo twenty four. Let me look that up real quick. I might want yeah. one of those too. J A N. One oh, Bravo two four. All right, here we go. Uh, we can get a brand new one in the box right here. Let me get. Let's see. New in the box, Sylvania. One B two four vacuum tube. Yeah, there it is, right there, man. Yeah. Ooh, that's expensive. Twenty four ninety five. <laughs> Expensive and radioactive. Nobody that, says, but it is. Box, well, nobody you, says. No, I've already found that, it's. It's. Yeah. Well, yeah, hey, that box has been sitting out in the jungle for a couple weeks. It is a transmit receive switch too, <clears throat> for greater than three gigahertz. Yeah, it's for for yes. It's a. Uh, I think this goes in the waveguide in, yes. in between, yep. and yeah, yeah. when you apl apply, I don't know whatever what uh, this. Uh, I don't know. Well, let's build Passes something. Hey, <laughs> let's uh, let's build something with it uh, and for the show, and you can you can demonstrate it. All right. I don't know if I can build a. a, a maybe I have it here. Let me see. You might need some uranium or something to make it really work right. You know. So I have one of these. Let me see if you can. Uh, I don't know if it's light. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? A crystal. <laughs> oh, a crystal, yeah. I got a whole bag of those. I got a whole yeah, sack I, of Yeah, I can make an oscillator for 7 megahertz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. 740. Well, you can order those. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's as high as I can go. Not three here. Well, well you, you, I have to tell you, Carlos, the first radio that I had was a Drake TR4B, and you had to buy the crystals for, for outside the regular handbands there for Mars and all this other stuff. And it, it took me almost six years to fill it up. <laughs> well, yes, I have... Oh. Let, let me see. So, sorry, I have I have to mute the bits. So, I look. actually found the PDF for that too. I'll see what I got here in my storage room. Let me look here. Let's see. It is a TRSL or an RF spark oh. gap. Inside wow! Look at that, all those crystals. I gotta get back. To look at the there, Carlos. Ah. Okay. That's, uh, that's just one bag of them. No, no, no. Yes. Look at this. Got the whole box. Of Co Co Collins yeah. crystals. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I need that. I'm going to order one. <laughs> I have all, all everything. That, 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 that's at least $500, if I remember correctly. Woo. Yeah. It's a pretty penny. They, they were, you know, you got the uh, the, the, the Collins uh, KWM two, KWM two Alpha. Yeah, they 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 helped out. Yeah, I have this. So yes, I have a lot of crystals from. Well, my my dad have them. So yes, all the crystals for the Collins. There, yeah. It's complete. I think it's complete. Let me know. One, two missing. Three, four. Of course, the 10 meter band are always missing. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. It is about two minutes before our shortwave segment ends. I just want to say thanks to everybody out there for listening to Amateur Radio Roundtable. Hey, this is Thank you. Join us again next week. Uh, 7490 kilohertz. Uh, it, it, That's uh, really radioactive. I don't like it anymore. O two hundred. O two hundred UTC. All right, guys. I'm fixing to get out of here and go get something to eat. Uh, I wish everybody a happy, it. healthy, and prosperous 2022. Uh, as yeah. I said in the chat, I'm going to stay up till midnight on New Year's Eve to make sure this year goes away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I All think right. I'm just going to sleep uh, it off like a bad hangover. And and if it does, okay, and listen, and if it does not go away, we're going to be on bill for this. Well, you know, somebody, somebody brought it up in the chat room earlier. You know what next year is. It's 2022. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 2022. Nearly 2020 again. So. Yes. <laughs> 2022. Oh. No, we don't need 2020. No. The only thing I'm going to be worrying about for New Year's is making sure my house doesn't flood with all this rain and storms coming in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all got some rain coming there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no. We just moved into a house that's got in a floodplain. So. Oh, and how wonderful. Yeah. Are you, are you in Huntsville there, Jordan? Uh, we're about 15 miles southeast of Huntsville in Owens Crossroads. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Wait a minute, 15 okay. miles southeast, you mean you're not up in the hills already? No, 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to live in Rimlap, and I used to drive up 231 all the time to Huntsville. All right, guys. Good night. Good night, everybody. I'm out of here. Good night. I'll leave the I'll leave the uh, I'll leave the Zoom up if you guys want to talk. Bye. We'll see see you. See you next week. Happy New Year, everyone. All right. Bye bye.